psychedelics are illegal not because a loving government is concerned that you may jump out of a third-story window. Psychedelics are illegal because they dissolve opinion structures and culturally laid down models of behavior and information processing. They open to us the possibility that everything we know is wrong. We don't need new laws that control our consciousness and rigidly place it in a prison. Cognitive liberty. The fact that as adults, if we're not hurting anybody else, we should have the right to explore the contours of our own consciousness without any mediation or legislation on the part of somebody else. Reject authority. Authority is a lie. Information is power. But we have to seize, seize the opportunity. The opportunity. The opportunity. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the show. I'm welcoming you back to the show, and I'm welcoming myself back to the show. Back to the show that we call life. This crazy, crazy thing called life. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been taking a little break um, from doing this show. Several several things have been going on, but uh, I'm back. And... Um, 2017 is going to be a great year. Um, this show is uh, going to be growing even bigger. Um, it's already—I'm already surprised at its at its growth already, but it's going to continue to grow bigger. I got some uh, some big things happening. Um, some some cool guests are lined up. I'm going to start putting out an episode every single week without missing. Um, even if I even if I can't. You know, even if my depression and despair gets so bad that it cripples and weakens me to the point where I just find myself slipping off the edge of the cosmos into a vast black hole of emptiness and nothing, uh, I'm still going to have an episode ready to go, you know, because I'm going to prepare, okay? I was in the Cub Scouts. I didn't make it to Boy Scouts, but I was in the Cub Scouts. I won the Pinewood Derby. I got a plaque in my elementary school. It's still there. 1994, Pinewood Derby champion, all right? Um, so I'm going to prepare. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to have episodes ready to go. We got some great guests uh, lined up, some awesome, influential people in the world of psychedelics and consciousness and meditation and yoga and all that good stuff, all that great stuff, some good, good comedians, some friends of mine. So, um, so yeah, basically, I mean, I just, I kind of haven't put an episode out for a while because I was just, uh in a, in a kind of a bad place and I just got lazy and I just was like, fuck it. You know, like we all get sometimes, right? Like, like we all just go, like, we just look at like things are going kind of bad and you just kind of look around and you're just like, you know what? I don't give a shit. Who cares? You know, fuck it. But it's, uh, you know, I'm back. I'm back with a vengeance. Sometimes you need those, you know, in our society, it's, um, we're just going to jump right into it. So buckle up. <laughs> uh, in our, in our society, there's not really, we don't really like give permission, 
uh, it's not really like a socially acceptable thing to just kind of like drop out for a little while, you know, just to kind of just put the brakes on and just kind of, you know, chill, just collect yourself, deal with whatever you have going on. You know, we're expected to always be, you know, up and awake and alert and back in it. You know, you go to work, you tough it out, you know, you come home. We don't really, we don't really allow people to kind of just, uh, you know, if they're dealing with some heavy shit, you know, kind of, kind of deal with it in a proper way. You know, I mean, we're all, we're all human beings here. You know, this, we're not robots. We're not machines. You can't just, you know, it's not, sometimes there's not a, uh, one little solution. You just like turn a lever, fix one thing. Sometimes it's a, a big complicated thing that you have to work yourself through. Um, and that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit today. I want to talk about kind of like, uh, one of my, one of my main focal points for the, the, the work that I want to do, the journey that I'm on, the, the things that I'm interested in and the, and the, what I've, what I want to discover. And one of them is just what I said about our society, not really having room for, uh, the human element, you know, we, we're all human yet somehow we all kind of like push each other away from being human. We, we want to be more machine-like. We want to be more, you know, go, go, go focused and determined pr- produce, 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 and consume. And, uh, and we really don't have a space to kind of just, uh, just be, you know, there's no space allowed for the mystical. And I'm going to get into that um, in a little bit, but I also want to talk about, um, a theory that I'm working on and, and something that I, I need to do a lot of research and reading about to, to formulate, to put into, uh, and to put into my own, um, words and add my own thought to it. But the basis of it goes something like this, uh, all suffering in, in, in our world is because we exist in this, uh, current state of transformation, of evolving consciousness. And not everybody evolves at the same time. You know, there's, that's the, the duality, yin, yang, like the, the creative destruction kind of element of things. There's always birth and death happening, but there's always birth and death of, of spirits and, and minds and, and, you know, that sort of thing. So I'm like navigating those waters and kind of you know, coming up, uh, with your head still, still intact, you know, that's, that's, that's the key, but, but all, all suffering comes out of, uh, a hierarchical system of, of force, you know, it could be the state, it could be, it could be, you know, religion, it could be any kind of, uh, institution that's, that's making, that's kind of, you know, forcing itself upon you and, and, and trying to mold you and make you fit into something that you think that you should, that, that they kind of want you to be and, and, and so on and so forth. And so, and so I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, the, the role of, of government in our society. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, our evolutionary thing. So it's, it's basically suffering that suffering in three areas, suffering from hierarchical force, you know, people putting demand on you and, and people kind of forcing you to do things against your will. 
that's one suffering from uh, the, the time that we're in, the transformative time that we experience when we're, when we're living, the constant change that's happening within time and the, the evolution of consciousness and, and learning and the journey that that takes place incorporates uh, elements of suffering into it. And, um, and then the other form of suffering is because of, like I, like I started out the podcast with, the, we don't really allow, we don't have room for the, the mystical, the transcendental, you know, the, the, the ethereal, the effervescent. Effervescent? No, that's not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a smell, that's, I think, right? Uh, what was the word that I was looking for there? The uh, transcendent, I guess I said. Transcendent, we, but we don't, we don't have uh, a connection to, to the, the mystical. And I think that's a, that causes a lot of suffering because, you know, people are, people begin to look around for, uh, some kind of answer, some kind of thing that they could be a part of. You know, we are these kind of tribal animals and we want to connect with our tribe. We want to connect with something that seems to make sense to us. Um, but a lot of us kind of get stuck in the awful, you know, false purgatory substitution world of, uh, religion and corporations and the government and, and places like that, 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 that are, you know, in essence, false gods, you know, false, false gods. And, uh, and don't, uh, don't give us a true deep core, um, satisfaction in terms of, uh, allowing us to be, you know, fully who we are, fully human, fully happy, functioning people, human beings, thriving, caring, loving, and uh, having empathy and working together to, uh, to do great things, to have fun and to just live life and be awesome. Because why not? You know, why, 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 why the hell not? So the people that are, that are in line with that, that way of thinking, I mean, we're, we're the people that are kind of evolved to a higher state of being. We're the people that see that, you know, look, look, we're only here for a temporary period of time. You know, let's, let's work together. Let's make things great. You know, let's, let's, let's help each other. Let's, uh, let's do things like that. But then you have these other people who are just, you know, they're, they're not, they're not there yet. They haven't acquired the, the wisdom or the knowledge, uh, they haven't, or they haven't allowed themselves to, uh, adapt and to evolve or to, or to get the necessary healing that they might need in order to do so. You know, and those people are people usually that you find in, um, in the institutions that, uh, that exist in our society in which we've, which we've allowed to, uh, to be kind of like sociopathic and, and pathological, you know, it's like the, these people, these people that, that are attracted to, to power and, you know, ruling over other people and consume, and, you know, just hoarding, hoarding tons of, of things and, and that kind of just being a dick mentality, you know? And a lot of times that those are the most frightened, fearful people. Those are the people that, that need the most help and the most compassion and the most healing, you know, like this guy, Jeff Sessions, who was appointed, uh, the attorney general under Donald Trump, uh, you know, um, the guy, I mean, he's just a primitive savage. He's a monkey. He's a scared little monkey who's throwing his own shit at, at the, at the walls and the cages and everybody else because he's afraid and he's, he's fearful. And he says, he's the kind of guy that says that he says, uh, 
he said that uh, marijuana has no uh, value or medical benefit. Good people don't smoke marijuana, you know. I mean, <laughs> these are his views. I mean, it's laughable. You know what I mean? It's absolutely laughable. I mean, obviously, everybody who listens to this show knows that my stance is: no matter what the med, no matter what the stats are, what the medicine says, you know, what the um, medicinal uh, effects are, or whatever, it's our moral right as as uh, individuals, as as human beings, as infinite beings in this finite space. It's our moral right in order to consume or put our or put whatever we'd like into our body you know to alter our consciousness in whichever way that we choose it's it's our it's our uh birthright it's our innate right to do that um so for someone to tell you that you can't do that is is laughable it's absurd it's absolutely absurd you know and uh and so you know pe- we shouldn't allow people like this to be in in our on our in in these institutions, I mean, you, we shouldn't have these kinds of institutions in the first place. But I'll I'll get to that. I mean, obviously that's 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 a through line throughout this whole podcast too, right? I mean, we don't like we don't like hierarchical structures of of uh, coercion and force. We don't like people dominating other people and telling them what they can and can't do. You know, as long as they're not hurting anyone else. So, you know, the, the very nature that these systems exist attracts people that are like this Jeff Sessions guy who are scared, who are parasitical, who are sociopathic, pathological. You know, it attracts the worst element in our, in our humanity. You know, instead, these, these people should be, should be receiving like ayahuasca sessions. You know, these people should be, you know, these, as Joseph Campbell says, we're, we live in a culture now that doesn't have any like initiation rights for men. You know, it's women have, uh, the initiation right coming of age. They have a menstrual, uh, you know, cycle, they get their period, but boys have nothing. And this is a very, very important thing that, uh, was, was a part of, you know, indigenous cultures and, and cultures of the past It's having a initiation, right? Uh, a rite of passage, you know, to become a man. And, um, a lot of that was involved with d- having direct experience with, uh, mind altering substances or ways in which you, uh, breathe or whatever it is that you do, observing the stars, a way to kind of get out of your, get out of your mind, get out of your body and just take in the totality of existence and life that surrounds you and, 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 and understand the, you know, have a relationship to the earth and the cosmos and the mystical and the, the intangible and the, the ineffable, you know, the unspeakable, the unbelievable, the mind blowing. And, and that sort of thing was, was done in these, in these cultures of the past in these tribal kind of indigenous cultures of the past. Um, and it was made sure it was done properly in order to make sure that the, the proper morals and values of the culture was passed on. You know, there was the, the, uh, the wise old elders, right? The wise old elders would, would guide the youth and the youth would, would, would respect the wise old elders. And then they would, they would lead them and guide them and help them through their, their transformational period uh, of youth and give them the, the, the test of the rite of passage. You know, we don't have that, you know, in our society. We don't have that at all. 
We we have rebellious the 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 rebellious teen. I mean, that's a product of of a, a hierarchical, you know, force uh, aggressive um, dominator kind of you know state state run kind of sociopathic society. That that you know, Meryl Streep said the other night that uh, you know when the uh, the people, when people act a certain way on a public stage, it seeps into every area of life. And she's right. It does seep into every area of life. So when we have sociopaths and, and psychopaths and parasites, when we, when we allow institutions that exemplify and, uh, and, and encourage this kind of behavior to exist, when we, when we revere people like, uh, you know, that are, that are basically like, uh, you know, just kind of hoarding away money and, 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 and all this kind of stuff. When we revere those people as being like, that's the best that you can get, you know, when Mark Zuckerberg is the best that you can get in society. I mean, that's a problem because it's all material. It's all physical. It's all, um, you know, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing that is, uh, on a shamanic level there's nothing on a mystical level and we need that we need that and these people that that are you know we have these institutions and the, and the worst elements of our humanity are attracted to these institutions like uh like government and religion and stuff in order as a means to to control and to have power over others and it, so these people are oftentimes the people that need uh, healing and transformation the most, you know, this guy, Jeff Sessions, I mean, appointing him as attorney general with his views on marijuana is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's like appointing a caveman. It's like appointing a person that believes that the earth is still flat. You know, it's, it's, he's a scared little monkey who's throwing his own shit around. And that's what most of these people are. Most of these people in powerful positions, uh, you know, in, in regards to uh, uh, politicians and the, and the state, you know, they're usually f- very fearful, afraid people themselves, afraid of their own mortality, afraid of their own, um, you know, whatever it is, you know, just whatever it is, whatever fears they have, whatever uh, worry they have, they're projecting it onto others. I mean, we all do that. Everyone does that. But these guys are now in, in, in roles where they have inherited great power and we allow that to exist. We just allow that to, to happen to us. We allow that kind of, uh, tumor to just expand and grow. Um, so yeah, so a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening, you know, uh, right now and a lot of people on edge and, and, you know, I get, to, I get a lot of, uh, like messages from some people cause I, 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 I recently wrote like a article about why Meryl Streep was wrong in her, in her speech. And I think I confuse people, you know, people, I have some friends that they think that I'm, uh, this, you know, psychedelic, uh, unity, consciousness, expanding mindfulness, you know, in the moment kind of, uh, compassionate person. And, and I am, I am. Uh, but on the other hand, I think some other people think that I'm, uh, just this like political anarchist, burn everything to the ground, you know, like fuck the state and, uh, you know, fuck people that, 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 uh, that, the pretend to be not, you know, it just, I mean, I am that way too. I have, I have both elements and, uh, it's interesting, you know, reading the works of, of Joseph Campbell and other, um, philosophers and great thinkers. I, uh, 
I did a podcast describing my ayahuasca experience. And during the ayahuasca, you can go and listen to that, by the way. It's uh, a, a few episodes back, I did a four-part series of my ayahuasca uh, adventure to Peru into the Amazon jungle. Uh, I started off, it's a, I, it covers like pretty much everything. You know, I started off to like what, what made me go and do it, how I, I was led to go and do it. And then, you know, the experience doing it there, get it arriving there and then doing it and then, uh, coming back and then how that was. But in one of the ceremonies, I, I experienced kind of, uh, you know, this, this thing where basically I just, I, I don't know how else to say it, but I basically just transformed during the ayahuasca ceremony, I just became a blue coyote. And, you know, I remember sharing that the next day and then everyone, you know, was calling me coyote, coyote, the the nickname uh, stuck. And, you know, I, I, I like it. It's cool. You know, I mean, I don't know why I, I I don't know why that, that happened. And at at the time I didn't, but it was interesting. It, it made me think and it made me research and I started getting into all these, you know, the Toltecs and, 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 uh, just ancient, uh, Native American Indian, uh, cultures about, um, you know, spirit animals and, and representations, uh, the myths of the, of the trickster God, uh, and the trickster God is represented as a coyote. And so I felt that I was like, that is very, very interesting, you know, and the, and because, you know, it's the metaphor, right? It's like, but the, the trickster God really kind of like described, uh, a lot of the elements that I, that I put out that I represent the, or, you know, my, my, my being, uh, I'm definitely a prankster a joker. I mean, I'm definitely somebody that looks at life and just thinks everything is absurd. Uh, it's a bit, it's a divine comedy, you know, it's a, it's a hilarious experience to be in this world and it's fun to, to dig it, you know, get into little games and kind of, you know, just kind of ruffle some feathers here and there and kind of provoke people and, and get reactions. I mean, I do enjoy that. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I like that a lot. Um, but everything is done. Everything I do is in good fun and in lightness. And, uh, and I really do identify with that element, you know, that trickster, the, the myth of the trickster God, you know, represented by the coyote in the American Indian, uh, um, mythology. And so that led me to start thinking about, you know, just this, this society that we have that's so detached from anything like that, you know, I mean, it's this weird kind of like individual, uh, searching that, that I have to do or that we have to do, you know, we have to, we have to seek out and search these things. It's kind of almost like an underground thing. You know, it's not, it's not something that's promoted in our mainstream culture in our mainstream society. And, uh, and that's, that's what I would like to see. You know, if there's a, if there's a point to me doing any of this stuff, if there's a point to my, to my life or to my existence or whatever it is, it's, it's, um, it's that I want to live in a dope ass place and I want to do dope ass shit <laughs> and I want to have fun and I want everyone to, and I want to, you know, I love everyone. I want everyone to love each other. I want everyone to be cool. I want everybody to be nice. You know, it's just like, it, you, you ever like show up at a party and just notice that like the vibe is like kind of off, you know, you, you start a conversation with someone that they, they're kind of like a dick that they're, they're like, yeah, you know, like fucking 
work sucks. You know, they just start complaining. It's like, all right, well, like, let's all, let's kind of, let's change that. You know, let's, let's work together to change that. You know, let's bring some new ideas to the, to the table here. You know, like, like let's, I'm, I'm sick of this shit where people talk about like, you know, like, oh, well, you know, that's, that's not realistic in our lifetime. You know, it's, you know, I don't think that'll happen in our lifetime. You know, whether you talk about, you know, uh, liber- liberty in our lifetime or a libertarian president, some people ask me about, or, um, you know, just achieving certain kinds of things and, you know, uh, oh, that's utopian, you know, that'll never happen. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think I'm a big believer in, in, in kind of, if you're saying that, then it's becoming true. I mean, it's just, it just makes the most sense to me that like, why would you ever just lay the groundwork? Why would you ever just lay defeat right in front of you? Just like, yeah, well that, that's, that's pretty cool, but that'll never happen. I mean, right then and there, you just made the choice. You just made the decision to end whatever that uh, dream was or that thought was. It 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 really is all up to to you. I I mean, everything everything is up to you. It's it's. I mean, you are the most you're you are the most important person in the world. You know, uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that we're experiencing a, a you know a shift in consciousness at this per, at this point in time right now, when our technology is is connecting all of us and 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 allowing for things like this to happen. You know, and one of our most popular mediums is something called you YouTube. You know, it's it's all about you. It's all about you making the choice, you making the decisions, you you doing the work, you having the shift in, in perspective and the uh, evolution of consciousness, the evolution of thought. It's about you sticking your neck out there and 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 speaking up for what really matters. You know, me and Dave Smith, uh, who I do part of the problem with my other podcast, check it out, part of the problem um, on Gas Digital Network. Me and Dave Smith were were sitting around smoking some weed after the show. And we're talking and, you know, it's like yeah, this, this, this kind of like this notion of, uh, you know, this notion of just kind of like, well, you know, is what it is. What are you going to do? Really? I mean, that that's it. Like, you're just going to accept this to be like that? Like. It is what it is. That's so boring. Like that's so lame. Like you know, and Steve Jobs, like a big inspiration of mine, like said, you know, one of the most uh one of his best quotes, maybe I'll put a link to it in here, but one something I love in this video, he's like, look, the war you, you, you tend to you you tend to be grown up when you grow up, you tend to be told that the world is the way it is. That you know, basically there's this basic set of rules, you know, here it is, here's the world, here's all the things in it. It's all just here, you know, just got here some, somehow, some way. And, you know, you're born and your job is to just kind of live your life and just, you know, try not to like bash into the walls too much, you know, just make a little money, you know, save a little bit of money, have a family, you know, buy a car or whatever. But he goes on to say, you know, that's a very limited life. That's a very limited life. You know, because when you look around 
at the world and everything in it, you realize that everything that you see that we call life was made up by someone no smarter than you. Someone had an idea to make a, a couch, to make a, a, a dresser, to make a television, to make a light, to make a, you know, a laptop. People had the ideas and then they made them. I mean, that is the most godly thing that I could imagine. I mean, if that's not godly, I don't know what is. To, to, to imagine something in your mind, to have a picture of something in your mind, to have a vision of something in your mind, and then like a fucking sorcerer to just command that vision to come out of your mind, out of the non-physical world, and, and, may, and, it, and manifest it into reality, into this world. I mean, that is godly. So when Steve Jobs says that, like, look, everything around you is built by someone no smarter than you, and you can build your own things, and you can change the world because you can make your own things. You can have your own ideas, your own, your own, uh, you know, programs, your your own shows, your own uh, books, your own whatever it is you want to make. You can have your own things, and you can shape the world to be the way that you, you, you know, once you understand one simple thing that if you, if you poke life, you know, if you like, if you press it in, if you, if you poke it, that something will pop out on the other side. It's, it's so he goes, however you come to that understanding, once you understand it, you'll never be the same again. And that's a very important line at the, at the end there too, is because he says, once you understand that very simple thing, because you can't understand something unless you understand it. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you, you know, you can intelligently understand things like, Oh, I understand that as a concept, but it really, you really don't, this happens to me all the time. I'll intelligently understand something. Someone will communicate something to me and I'll say, Oh, that makes sense. I can see how that makes sense and how that works, but it won't actually impact me until I have an emotional understanding of it until I have a, like a, like a real serious connection to the understanding of it. And, uh, and then when that happens, I go, Oh, now I finally get it. Now I really get it with all the fibers of my being i completely understand that and sometimes sometimes it it takes experience you know a lot of the times it takes experience to understand the things on that level you know it takes it takes getting into something you know getting getting yourself stuck in something you know getting yourself unstuck out of something getting into some situation or getting out of it or going to some place or traveling somewhere or, you know, some little things that happen in life. And then, and then something triggers in you and you go, Oh yeah, that's right. And you, and then you, uh, you understand something that you, you once heard or something resonates with you once again, and, and you make a connection. <sighs> Man, I just really, I feel like I went real off the rails, not off the rails, but I just feel like I went on a, a few different tangents there. And now I'm in this, this, this kind of void of, uh, of what do I want to talk about next? Well, I'm going to keep this kind of a short, uh, podcast, I guess, because I could probably just sit here and kind of, you know, mumble and think about what I want to talk about next. But 
Uh, I'm really excited. I feel energized. I feel refreshed. I feel back in business. I feel good. So I'm going to, you know, put out weekly episodes of this podcast. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, there's just going to be a bunch of mind expanding, you know, psychedelic consciousness, evolutionary talk, streaming through the wires, into the cords, into the fibers, into the electrical devices, and just, you know, making there the, the luscious sounds of this liberty minded psychedelic evolution, say, sinking its way through your limbic system and, and doing a little dance and, and making a little love inside the brain. And then hopefully you guys can take that and, and expand it outward and onward to uh, the people in your lives and turn them on, you know, it's all about turning people on, you know, it's got, it's, that's a big message, you know. I think uh, it was it Tim Leary that said, uh, "Tune in, turn on, drop out." Or I can't believe I just fucked that up. Tim Leary expression: "Tune on, tune in." Uh, oh no, he said, "Tune out." Did he say, "Tune out"? Fuck me. Tune out, tune in, and turn on. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> turn on, tune in, drop out. Yeah, that was Timothy Leary said. Turn on, tune in, drop out. I, I kind of, uh, I kind of, I, I agree with all that except for the dropping out part. You know, we don't need. I, we need to uh, instead of drop out, it should be like, um, create or something like that. You know, like. We need you to turn on, we need you to tune in, and we need you to share and create and, and change the, the system. One of the things, uh, past guest Mike Margulies from Symposia, check them out, Symposia Magazine online, he, uh, you know, we, he was talking about make the existing system obsolete by building something new and better. Make something new and better, and, and it makes the, the old system obsolete. So I really like that. Um, man, it's, uh, so yeah, it's like eight forty-five, and I'm stumbling on my, on my quotes because I'm smoking on some purple mango kush, got some purple mango kush, got some society against the state by Pierre Clusteres. Going to read that just arrived from Amazon. So, so just in, in to, to recap, um, Basically, the uh, a running like through line through this podcast is going to be my exploration of of the the levels of kind of suffering that we experience as as humans in these you know in these fucking globs of meat and bone and hair. It's uh, I'm going to be exploring in the ways that that you know what's causing you know, the suffering and, and how can we heal collectively and how can we change the fucking world in our lifetime, in my lifetime? You know, this is, this is it, man. Like this is the game, baby. We're in it. Like if, 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 if you ain't here to change the world, get the fuck out of the way. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, we're, fu we're, we're doing big things. We're, we're moving and shaking, you know, we're, we're not, we're not sitting around with our fucking, you know, with our heads up our asses waiting for like some, but magical like angel to come down from heaven, you know, from the, from the return of Christ or some, some shit like that. It's you, you're it. As Alan Watts would say, you're it. You know, we're all, we're all in this together. So, 
that's that's the that's the goal of the, of this show and and I want to explore the connection between the mystical and the shaman you know the shaman uh, the shaman uh states shaman, shamanic uh cultures and how we can kind of incorporate that now back into our into our uh western culture how we can connect with with uh transcendental you know direct experience and 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 evolve to a higher state of consciousness to to have more compassion empathy and love and uh freedom and liberty and prosperity and happiness and goodness and and all that stuff and it ain't gonna be easy because we're you know the fight is against a bunch of scared monkeys throwing shit and uh you know when you when you have a less evolved species who's aggressive i mean they might as well be another species right when you have like a, a hostile, aggressive bunch of people who have, uh, you know, will will use violence at at any means to get their way, um, it's not going to be an easy fight. But it's the it's the only fight worth fighting for, in my opinion. It's the only thing. It's the only game that there is in town, uh, in my book. Fight to fight to make the world a better place. Fight to uh, increase freedom and liberty for all in individuals. Fight to uh, make sure that everybody has access to the direct experience of the of the of the mystical, and uh, and that we educate our, our our youth properly, and that we guide them, and we and we show them the the correct way. That we have a society, you know, much like uh, the the cultural uh, tribes of of the uh, of the past but with the information, the technology, and the evolution that we've acquired of the future. You know, bring back the chiefs, bring back the wise old elders, bring back the initiation rites and the rites of passage. So, so I hope you guys like this little uh, kind of mind jam, you know, just kind of solo casting and... Uh, you know, maybe maybe my last couple solo casts have been kind of like depressing or whatever, but that's because I was inhabiting a dark mental space. I'm no longer there. I'm back, and uh, I've got some good shit to tell you. And we're gonna be having a kick-ass time this entire year. Things are just gonna keep getting better and better. I I believe it. Um, this is a journey. Walk with me. <laughs> walk with me on my journey uh of learning and discovering and enlightening and awakening and sharing and loving and uh thank you everybody that listens to this podcast like i said big things happening in 2017 i already have like five awesome guests that you guys are gonna love comedians uh other uh podcast hosts psychedelic entrepreneurs uh authors visionaries um Shout out to Graham Hancock who emailed me back. We, I would love to have Graham Hancock on the show. Unfortunately, he's busy writing a new book and doesn't have the time. But we lo- we're gonna get him on the show uh, when he does, and I can't wait to read that book because that guy's awesome. Graham Hancock, one of the biggest inspirations for this show, fighting for uh, the individual to have sovereignty over their own uh, consciousness, to fight for cognitive liberty, and he's a he's a great. Uh, uh, voice in that fight and inspiration. So thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the show. And hey, if you enjoy listening to the show, all you got to do is just go leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It's pretty easy to do. Uh, just go right onto iTunes and just, you know, 
just uh, leave me a nice five-star uh, rating. You don't even have to write a review. Just click the stars, man. We're all stars. Let's shine together. All right. I love you all. Peace. Peace.